Hey everyone, welcome to the Maniac Radio Show. This is episode 20, and I'm your host, Tech Sergeant Andy Sinclair with the 101st Public Affairs Office here in Bangor. That's right, you heard me correctly. I said episode 20. That means one of two things. You guys have given awesome feedback about this podcast, which keeps it going, and it means that we're doing our jobs correctly by getting information out to you so that you stay in the loop. Or it means that your friendly neighborhood PA office doesn't know how to let things go. But either way, thank you for your support and thank you for your feedback about the podcast. So with it being episode 20, instead of doing a normal interview that we've done in every single episode in the past, the clinic reached out to us and asked if they could do a recording on, wait for it, a health bit. I'm not sure if you could have guessed that or not. Information on health from the clinic. But of course we said yes, and they did an awesome job. So we're gonna play that here in a little bit. We're also gonna talk about all sorts of good stuff like Hero for Zero, a new commander position that's been filled out here, as well as a newly refined AFI. I know that all sounds invigorating, but just stick with us and I promise it will be beneficial. But before we get into any of that, let's check out your Maniac headlines. Members from the 101st Air Refueling Wing recently underwent a major inspection. Inspections are nothing new for the wing, but this four-day event tested our Maniacs and their operational readiness in ways that hasn't been done since 2011. Long hours, generation of aircraft, and donning mop gear are just a few of the things the Inspector General's office had in store for the wing. But in true maniac fashion, the Pine Tree Airmen worked cohesively and performed brilliantly. Lieutenant Colonel Neto is the Wing Inspector General, and he explains why it's necessary to conduct these rigorous exercises. It tests our readiness, and no one knows when the call may come for us to generate X amount of aircraft to support a mission somewhere in the world. All these exercises that we're working through and training are in preparation for us to uh, be successful in August of 2018. 2018 is when the wing will undergo its nuclear operations readiness inspection, and the recent exercise aided in its preparation. The Maniacs have a long-standing history in executing tasks and missions to the best of their ability, all the while paving the road for future exercise standards and expectations. The 2017 Airman Development Summit is just around the corner and what better way to ensure that yourself and those around you are not only confident in day-to-day operations, but get a better understanding on how the rest of the wing operates. The summit is June 22nd and 23rd and it allows maniacs to hear from others across the Maine Air National Guard and get a detailed description on how others do business. The summit not only promotes team development from outside your normal realm, but permits airmen the opportunity to progress through leadership training. Airman McIntyre is a maintenance troop and she tells us what she gained from attending a previous summit. It was a great experience. I had tunnel vision working in my office and I met new people. I got to know what everybody does on the base, met some new contacts. It was extremely beneficial to me. This will be the fourth Airman Development Summit the Wing has hosted and is an excellent way for airmen of all ranks to see how each piece fits into the bigger puzzle as well as how the Maniacs continue to exceed mission effectiveness. To find out how you can attend this this year's summit, talk to your supervisor this drill weekend. And that's it for your Maniac News. Keeping you up to date is our mission. Okay, let's talk about Hero for Zero. Has anybody ever heard of it? No? Well, let me tell you. It's this awesome safety program that just for being safe, just for practicing daily operational safety, you could potentially win a Yeti mug. <gasps> And trust me, anybody who's anybody has a Yeti mug. 
I think it's safe to say that all the cool kids have Yeti mugs. Not to say that if you don't have a Yeti mug, you're not cool. Don't get me wrong, and please don't call my office filled with spite and anger for saying that. But I think that you're even cooler no pun intended, if you have a Yeti mug. And just a little side note, these Yeti mugs that Safety is giving away have the Maniac logo burnt into the side of them. Oh yeah! I mean, come on, could you get any cooler than that? I'm gonna vote no, but you can disagree with me if you want to. Now, with that being said, all you have to do to win one of these Yeti mugs is submit a story where you or someone you work with is practicing operational safety. Whether you stopped an unsafe act before it happened or you jumped in to intervene while the unsafe act was happening. But safety is everybody's mission. But here at the 101st Air Refueling Wing, refueling is our mission, but safety is our responsibility. We want everybody to stay safe at all times, because not only does the mission need to keep going, but we genuinely care about our military families. So that's it. That's all you have to do. Everything that you've ever learned in your military career about safety and remaining safe, just keep an extra eye out for it and you might save some lives. And I'm not talking about pulling over on the side of the road to stop a bus that happens to be on fire that might be transporting a bunch of penguins or something. This is something that we do every single day. So keep doing it, write it down, and submit it to safety, and you could win a Yeti mug. That is all. Also, I want to say congratulations to Lieutenant Colonel Batchelder. You may know him as the Comptroller, but henceforth, he will be known as the LRS Commander. Congratulations, Colonel Batchelder, on this well-deserved new position. And last, but certainly not least, as I previously mentioned earlier, there is a brand new refined AFI that's floating around the web, no pun intended. You can access it via EPUBs or by calling us. I have no problem sending it to you. It's AFI 35107, and it encompasses public web and social media. Anything and everything that you need to know or that you want to know about social media and what you are allowed to post as a DOD member is listed in this AFI. Anything from appropriate or inappropriate posts to who has release authority on official Air Force media. And I know what you're thinking because I was thinking the same thing when I heard about this AFI, so I'll get this out of the way right now. This AFI governs not only active duty members, but Guard, Reserve, and DOD civilians. And there's a lot of good information, a lot of eye-opening information in this AFI that I think that we would all benefit from by reading because we all are involved with social media in some way, shape, or form. And just like somebody somewhere probably once said, we have to follow the rules. It could have been Confucius or Aristotle, but I'm sure it was somebody brilliant who said those words once. But we need to follow the rules because we're military professionals who wear the uniform and we should set the example. So if you have any questions about this new AFI or if you want a copy of it for yourself, again, you can access it via EPUBs or by contacting us and I'll send you a copy. But without further ado, I wanna play the clinic recording and their health tips and tricks on what we should and shouldn't be doing as maniacs concerning our health. So here it is. Tech Sergeant Nikki Porter from the 101st Medical Group, and I came today to talk to you about smoking. And uh, smoking is a is a health issue that persists. 19% of all adult Mainers still currently use tobacco products. 
And uh, at the clinic, we want to make sure that we not only keep everybody ready to fight and ready to deploy um, metrics-wise and get everybody in and out of their appointments as fast as we can, uh, we want to make sure that we have a healthy fighting force. And as it stands now, it's not against the UCMJ to smoke for a service member, of course, but everybody knows that smoking isn't the healthiest thing for you to do. We want to focus our communication with our members about how they can quit smoking because sitting here and, and telling members smoking is bad, it causes lung cancer, or citing statistics about other health problems that come from smoking probably isn't going to be effective. Whether or not somebody wants to quit or they feel like they're prepared to quit, there are very few people out there probably who aren't aware of the, uh, the detrimental impact on your health. A lot of members aren't aware secondhand smoke is an issue. People say, well, I don't smoke around my kids and my pets, but what I'm noticing when I talk to people, when I talk to patients about their smoking is that they don't recognize the term third-hand smoke. And they're usually surprised to know that when they do smoke, whether or not they do it around their children and their pets, that it causes sediment that is also carcinogenic and causes issues for their kids like asthma, cancer in pets, things like that. So everybody knows that smoking is bad. What we want to accomplish at the clinic as healthcare providers, empowering people to make the decision to quit. Quitting is really hard. It's important to avoid the stigma of cigarettes. Uh, smoking cigarettes or using tobacco products is a shameful thing or as an embarrassing thing. Uh, it, is an, it is classified as a disease, an addictive disease process, and everybody needs a little bit of help. As many statistics as we hear about the health issues that come from smoking, we don't hear very many about how many people attempt to quit and how many people are successful to quit. So I just wanted to come on here and offer some knowledge and insight about some of the resources that are out there that you might not be aware of. Uh, not only are the health providers at the clinic willing to sit down and talk to you about some of your barriers to quitting or some of your uh, reactions, your prior quit attempts and some obstacles that you may have, may have encountered. You can talk about that at your PHA process or you can come down and talk to us outside of the PHA process and all the doctors down there and the nurses and mental health are willing to help you. But we also have some resources available to us as military members outside of the clinic, of course, which will help people who are traditional members. One thing is uh, we have the tobacco quit line in Maine, which is available if you Google Maine Tobacco Helpline. Uh, they can help you. They can offer resources, knowledge about counseling, other interventions, lifestyle modifications that you can make. A lot of people aren't aware that there are also a lot of pharmaceuticals out there that will help you quit, and they can offer information about that. And the other is a military-specific resource, which I actually didn't know about until recently. And it's a TRICARE benefit. It's called the Freedom Quit Line, and it's for service members, traditional or not. And it's at freedomquitline.org, and they can help you work with uh, what they call the three-legged stool approach, which includes counseling, encouragement and support, and sometimes medication to enable people to quit, or if they can't quit entirely, to at least cut down and make a quit plan for the future. So between the main tobacco quit line and the resource of our providers and nurses down at the clinic or your primary care provider and this TRICARE benefit that I spoke briefly about, there are a lot of resources out there for the service member who's interested in maybe cutting down on their tobacco use. And we want our force to be as healthy as it possibly can be, of course, and not only avoiding certain cancers, but of course, that we've all heard about, uh, but also other health morbidities that come along with smoking that a lot of our population struggles with, things like elevated blood pressure or vascular disease. And uh, we're here to offer some support. Okay, and I want to thank Tech Sergeant Porter for taking her time to do this. She did an awesome job. And remember, smoking is bad, so don't smoke. Or you won't get a Yeti mug, because it's not safe. All right, let's jump into our maniac fact. 
Today's Maniac Fact is brought to you by the 101st Traffic Management Shop, where they excel in getting things where they're going. From paper clips to weapon systems, the Air Force ships millions of dollars worth of equipment and supplies around the world every year. It is the responsibility of traffic management specialists to manage their transportation, a vital job that requires great attention to detail. These experts keep track of every shipment in order to ensure everything gets into the right hands at the right time. For more information on how you can become a 101st traffic management specialist, contact your local recruiter. And here's your maniac fact. Let's go back to February of 1990, where the 101st Civil Engineering Squadron deploys to Panama for two weeks during the harsh main winter. A total of 55 people deployed, including 10 firefighters and five cooks. And their main job was to renovate two buildings. These jobs provided excellent OJT training for a variety of AFSC specialties. Some of the work our maniacs conducted were framing partitions, electrical wiring, and hanging sheetrock, just to name a few. Unfortunately, during their off hours, they weren't able to visit Panama City. But that didn't stop our maniacs from having fun as they went hiking, snorkeling, and visited historical sites to soak in the culture. Overall, the deployment was an extreme success, and compared to some of the other places our civil engineering squadron has been, this certainly was a nice break, especially during the harsh Maine winters. So there you have it. These guys have been all over the world, time and time again, utilizing excellent training opportunities and making a difference one nail at a time. All right, well, that wraps up episode 20 of the Maniac Radio Show. I'm your host, Tech Sergeant Andy Sinclair with the 101st Public Affairs Office here in Bangor. Real quick before we close this out, I know in the last episode I talked about the director of the Air National Guard as well as the command chief of the Air National Guard and how they're going to be here this drill. Well, unfortunately, General Rice is not going to make it as something did come up, but Command Chief Anderson will be here. So I think that's pretty cool. And just as a reminder, not that you need it, but make sure you render proper customs and courtesies while the chief is here. If you happen to see the chief, you know, parade rest, yes or no sir, all that good stuff. But he will be here. He'll be visiting the maniacs. So look forward to that. I want to put another quick plug in for safety in regards to ice fishing. I just went out this past weekend and there was about 18 inches of ice. So that's pretty good. But as we move forward, we are almost in April. So if you're going to go out, just be careful and be aware of how thick that ice is. And if you have any questions about maybe some tips and tricks about ice fishing, contact the safety office. I know they have some information for you. But that's it. Enough babbling. Don't forget to check out our official Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter pages by searching 101STARW, where you'll find daily media pertaining to your maniac world. Also, don't forget to look up the official Vice Wing Commander's Facebook and Instagram pages by searching CV.101ARW. You can see what he does on a day-to-day -day basis because he posts photos and videos, and I guess in a way you could say that you kind of gain a perspective of what the Vice Wing Commander's daily schedule is like. But don't forget to get over there and, and give his pages a like. Again, that's CV.101ARW. So we'll see you all around this drill weekend. I hope it's filled with training and joyous adventures, but not so joyous that you get behind the wheel after duty, after you've had a few drinks. Don't forget we do utilize a safe maniac program where if you find yourself in a pinch and you know you can't drive, call the command post and they'll set you up with a free taxi to get you safely back home. It's completely anonymous with its sole purpose of getting you home safely. So don't forget that. But we'll see you around. Have an awesome drill weekend. And remember, don't smoke, look for thin ice, don't drive drunk, and you could win a Yeti mug. So long.